The delivery driver arrives and asks for your John Hancock. The next day, a different driver arrives and asks for your John Henry. And then the next day, another driver shows up and asks for your Herbie Hancock. Is the meaning the same in all three cases, or has the translation caused you to stumble and not provide your signature? Greetings from First Covenant Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Pastor Evan, and this is Behind the Text, a podcast that covers the details, points, or Bible nerd stuff we just couldn't pack into last Sunday's sermon. Throughout the New Testament, we find many quotations of the previous Testament, a.k.a. the Old Testament. It has been said to me many times that you cannot understand the New Testament without understanding the Old Testament, and I believe this is true. The Second Testament is very much indebted to the First. Jesus, as the fulfillment of the promised Messiah in the line of David, only makes sense if you know that there was a promised Messiah and who David was, for instance. Curiously, though, the astute reader of the Old Testament quotations in the Second Testament might notice that sometimes what Luke or Hebrews or 1 Peter lists as a quotation might not be the exact wording of the Old Testament quote in that same English translation. Why might this be the case? For starters, in the ancient world, the Old Testament scriptures were written down, but most people didn't carry them around or have them in bound book form. Translation, the New Testament authors were either reciting from memory or paraphrasing. The fancy word for this with Jesus is targum, an Aramaic paraphrase. Furthermore, what they were quoting was likely the Septuagint, abbreviated LXX, which was a Greek translation of the Old Testament probably put together in the 3rd century B.C., For a nice list of some of these quotations, see the show notes. But as an example, take 1 Peter 2.24. I'll use the New American Standard Bible. Quote, And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. For by his wounds you were healed. Unquote. Now compare this to Isaiah 53.5. Quote, But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed, unquote. Did you hear that difference? By his wounds or by his scourging? The older text is surprisingly more specific. In the end, the meaning of scripture is scripture. Translation is always a business of trade-offs and contextualization, but God still reveals himself through scripture. All of scripture, be it Targums, paraphrases, translations of translations, and so on. The question really is, how will you respond? By his wounds you have been healed. By his scourging you have been healed. Have you? Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast so that you can continue to hear more content like this and share this episode with a friend. Also, join us on Sunday at 10.30 a.m., online only right now, at firstcovenantlincoln.org. And if you want to support us, you can donate while you're there. Thanks for listening.